What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Happy early St. Patrick's Day to you all from your favorite drunken Irish Mick. As you already know, one of my favorite holidays, I, of course, will be out celebrating. I encourage you to come on out, enjoy the evening with me as well. But, of course, make sure to drink responsibly and always drive home safe. But you know where to find me. You know where I'm going to be. Of course, Hooligan Sports Bar, Irish Pub downtown, my favorite bar already. But the number one stop for your best St. Patrick's Day experience. So if you want to come out, you know where I'll be. Come join your boy. Let's get shitty. But before that, let's get into today's episode. It's episode 92 of Life's a Garden. And we are back after what has been an extremely long, extremely exhausting, however, extremely fun week. Thank you, of course, for joining me yet again on another episode of Life's a Garden. Before we get started, please make sure to like, share, subscribe. Helps me out a lot. We're almost to 100 uh, subscribers on YouTube. I've said that every single week, and we never get to 100, but we're getting close. So, anyway, uh, long week, fun week. Uh, went to Denver. I know I've talked about this before, uh, but it's finally happened. Finally made the trip. I bought my brother basketball tickets, NBA tickets for the Nuggets Warriors game uh, back in uh, for Christmas. And so that was this last week. And um, let's just start there. I'll tell you about the trip. So. Plan was to leave Wednesday. That was the original plan. We had our hotel booked, everything like that. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then come back Saturday. That was the plan. Um, that's usually enough for me when it comes to a vacation. Is to you know three days somewhere is plenty of time. You get the full experience. Usually, you know it's by the time you're done with three days, you're ready to come back home. Well, the weather had. Uh, other plans for us. So it was scheduled to just absolutely dump snow throughout this the entire region on Wednesday. So we made a last-minute executive decision to leave on Tuesday. I booked a quick hotel in Fort Collins, decided we were going to stay in Fort Collins Tuesday night. Figured it would be a lot cheaper, and it was... Got a hotel for like 70 bucks because when you buy hotels the day before, they're so cheap. And it was a nice-ass hotel, by the way. Um, But yeah, so we, we decided to leave Tuesday to avoid the weather. Still was pretty... It was snowing pretty pretty decently on Tuesday between here and pretty much until Wyoming. And... Tra- See, for me... I think I've told this story before. I have heavy anxiety when it comes to driving in like elements, snow, rain on the on the interstate. I got my truck, four wheel drive. Doesn't do much for you when you're driving on ice, and it's not even the ice. It's not even the roads that worry me. It's always visibility. Because one time, my first ever time going to Denver, the way back, you couldn't see two feet in front of you. That's how bad the visibility was. Because the snow is just blowing in front of you. You can't see shit. So I always have high anxiety when it comes to driving in elements. So just in that first hour and a half driving to Denver hit, man, let me tell you, probably the scariest moment I've ever had on the interstate besides the snow blindness. And I wasn't driving at that time. I, di- I have driven in like snow blind weather. And that's terrifying. But we're trying to pass this semi. And we hit a big patch of like slush. And dude, we were fishtailing like crazy. And I just like tapped the brakes and slowed us down. And was like, nope, we're not passing this dude until it's clear 
it, it clears up, you know what I mean? Because that was terrifying, especially being right next to a semi doing that. On the way back, hit another, you know, we hit some patches of slush because, like I said, it dumped snow. But we had a couple days for it to melt off, which it did for the most part. Not everywhere, apparently, because there's big patches of slush. Damn near skidded off the side of the road. On the way back, we saw se- we saw a semi tipped over in the middle of, you know, where there's the big patch in the between the two interstates. Semi completely turned over. Several cars skidded off the road. So that's where I am thankful I had my truck. Because it, it definitely handled better than I would imagine most vehicles would. But yeah, so the driving aspect, there was that. Uh, throughout, I mean, it, overall, it was fine. Even though it was snowing a lot, it was fine as far as driving goes. Not my favorite, but it was, let me just put it this way. The decision to drive early on Tuesday paid off. It was definitely the choice to make. We thought about coming back early, but I think that I still think the roads would have been shitty had we not come back Saturday. So above and beyond all, that was the right decision to make. First night in Fort Collins. I'd never been to Fort Collins before. Really fun town. I mean, if, honestly, if I was going to move to Denver, I would move to Fort Collins as opposed to Denver. Because then you're just right outside of Denver. You don't got to deal with all the you know, big city stuff. Traveling sucks because it's just bumper-to-bumper traffic. Between Fort Collins and Denver, it's always bumper-to-bumper traffic on the interstate. But uh, awesome little town. College town. And uh, we just went down to the bar district. They have a little bar district where it's just all walking, like a bunch of little bars. Had a good time. Didn't stay out late. We ended up going to the going back to the hotel, hot tubbing it up. Now let me tell you something, okay? I might have talked about this before, and by at this point we're 92 episodes in. I'm gonna repeat myself, so just get used to that. I'm gonna tell stories twice, and you're gonna have to deal with it. I love hotels. I don't know about... I know it's some people like them, some people don't. I love them. There's something about a hotel, a nice one. I'm not talking about a motel. We're not talking about Motel 6. We're not, you know, there's janky-ass motels and other janky-ass hotels. Basically, I've come to find out I enjoy uh, Marriott's and Hilton's. Now, here's the thing. The Marriott we stayed... It was a Courtyard Marriott that we stayed in in Fort Collins was the tits. It had a bigger TV than the one we had in Denver. We stayed at a Hilton in Denver. And we got a good deal on that, too. It was like 100 bucks a night. We had... Um, it was right downtown, so it was within walking distance of everything. Uh, so that was conveniently nice. Parking was 35 bucks a night. Fuck that. That was crazy. I can't believe they they did that. And it it was an it was an inside parking garage, which was kind of nice as far as like leaving my car downtown. So I guess there was that, but even still, ridiculous price for parking. The Marriott we and like I said, the one we stayed at in Fort Collins, seventy dollars. Had a hot tub, had a pool. The Hilton didn't. Uh, the beds were nicer at the at the Marriott. The rooms were bigger. The bathroom, the the shower was bigger. Like everything about this courtyard Marriott, completely beat out the the Hilton. And I and the when we stayed in Denver the last time, stayed at a at a Hilton. Same thing. It was a, it was a Hilton uh, Garden Inn or whatever. And the one in in uh, Cherry Creek was way fucking better. So I don't know what the downtown Hilton is doing. Pick. You got to figure your, your shit out because your game is weak. Anyway, all that being said, even though the Hilton was lesser than the Courtyard, I still enjoy a hotel. I like to stay. I like having fresh towels all the time. I like that you can kind of just... I mean, I'm not one of those guys that just makes an absolute mess of the place for the housekeeping, but you don't have to feel like you got to keep keep up with the place because you paid for it. And there's a little, it seems like there's more of a, uh, I feel more comfortable and more secure in a hotel as opposed to an Airbnb, 
which are convenient and nice at some times. I've had good Airbnbs. But I just like a hotel, man. I really do. They they kick your ass when it comes to prices sometimes, but it tr- while traveling, I like a hotel. Nothing being said about that. So I basically explained to you the hotel downtown. The next day on Wednesday, we went to we we got into Denver about noon. It was, that was a little early to check into the hotel. So we went and we just walked down the street. We were literally two blocks from the 16th Street walking mall, which was so convenient because that's basically where I planned on having most of staying most of the time. It was unfortunate. And like I said, this was my brother's first time in a big city. So I, there was a, a lot of stuff I wanted to do that we didn't get to do because it was so damn cold. We didn't get to go to Top Golf. We didn't get to go to like Illich Gardens. Like there wasn't we didn't get to do a lot of like the more outdoorsy type potentially touristy things. We walked around downtown and basically kind of just bar hopped, which I kind of felt bad about because that's not really getting the Denver experience. I didn't really we didn't really go too many places. For one, I didn't want to drive a lot. And two, like Ubers, I didn't want to take a lot of Ubers. But we he got to see the downtown area. Um, and then the main reason we went, of course, was for the game. And then he's going back in about a month, so he'll get to do more touristy stuff then. I felt a little bad that we kind of just bar hopped. But it was still fun, you know. We went to we went to arcade we went to an arcade, a couple arcades. Uh, we I took him to Coyote Ugly. That was fun. Um, went to just yeah a bunch of different bars. Anyway, we we went to we started off went to a bar. Uh, you know what? That I'm not gonna like bore you with the exact things we did. We bar hopped most of the time, and we um, ate a bunch of good food. For me, okay, so I thought maybe I'd try a little variety of food while I was there. Some Italian, some tacos, some, you know, basically. But everywhere we decided to eat, it was like a burger specialty place. So I wasn't going to not get the burger. I'm not even joking you. Every single day, Fort Collins, all three days in Denver, I ate a burger. That's what I had. Because, like I said, everywhere we went was a specialty burger place. So, apparently, I'm the burger man. And I'll I'll tell you right right now. All of them were good, except one. We had one at this place, and and I don't mean to to shout them out in a a negative sense, but the Appaloosa, they had a bison burger and an elk burger. The most expensive burgers we had the entire trip, they were the worst. So, wasn't pleased by that. But everything else, every other burger I had was fantastic. All the fr- Everywhere had great fries. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we did. Coyote Ugly. That was, the first night we went was, was really fun. There wasn't a lot of people. The girls were super interactive. You know, you know how they, I don't know if you know what Coyote Ugly is, but they dance on the bar tops and stuff. And they play games with you. They play uh, music and stuff. They're very interactive. It was fun. And uh, we had a good time. We went back the second night. And you know what? I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Whenever you try and reenact an experience that you had, or whenever you try and, like, you had a good time the first night, then you try and go back to it the second night just to kind of catch that vibe again, it never lives up. It's never the same. You just got to enjoy the moment for when it was the moment. Don't try and get that moment back. Because we went back after the game on Thursday. And it was okay, but it just wasn't as fun as the first night. And they had these drunk-ass girls walking up. Because they'll pull people up on the bar, too. And they were drunk as shit. Do not know how they didn't fall. They, were t- they walked by the edge several times. I thought they were going to eat shit. They didn't. Which, I'm glad. I don't want anybody getting hurt. But... I was expecting to see some uh, some fatalities. <laughs> um, let's see. We went to One Up. That that's a arcade bar. Cheapest drinks we had the whole time. We did that on Friday, and le- everywhere we went to get drinks, 
six dollars at least craft beers were more but like for a Coors Light it was like five bucks six bucks we went to uh, one up on Colfax which is a cool little kind of divey bar just has a bunch of arcade games happy hour so two dollars for a Coors Light and I'm like this is cheaper than Billings beers so and so we actually drank pretty cheap that night which was nice because oh boy did I break the bank on this trip like I said had the extra day so that's already an extra day I'm not making any money although I will say I did have paid time off for three of those days but Tuesday I didn't because it was a last minute decision to leave so one day I didn't get paid two day another day that I uh Spent money, and we had to buy a hotel. So this trip, just so we're clear, broke my ass. Because everything's expensive in Denver, of course. Ubers are expensive. Uh, Freaking the game of... Well, we already paid for the game, but, you know, just eating out all the time. It ends up... It adds up. And especially when you're out drinking and and it's $6 beers every beer. Yeah, you're going to spend a lot of money. And uh, I was hoping... That I would have gotten my tax return by now. But I filed February 1st. It's the middle of March. Everybody else I know, every single person I know has gotten their tax return, their, their return back. Except your boy. So if anybody's got any connections to the old IRS, would you mind giving them a jingle and saying, hey, the fuck is Dakota's tax return because he needs it more than ever right now. So, yeah, I I had banked on having that extra cash while being down there. Now, here's the thing. While I was kind of stressing about my funds, I didn't let that ultimately affect the way I spent. I I didn't... uh, I didn't not want to go out. And I did my best to like try and bear most of the load when it came to paying. Like I'd try and buy Landon meals and try, you know, he 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 paid for his way, but I per- I purposefully tried to go out of my way to to help bear a lot of the load because I knew this was his first time there. It was my present to him to take him there, so I didn't want to make him just break his bank. And so I made it a point to not let the spending aspect hinder my hinder our experience. Because I know I will eventually get that tax return. So eventually I will be relieved. I, I wish it had been while I was there. But it wasn't. So it's all good. So uh, I made sure we still ended up having fun. We did spend a decent amount of time at the hotel certain days because when or Thursday, the day of the game, we were hungover as shit because the first night in Denver, we went pretty hard in the paint, had fun. We were suffering the next day, got up, went and ate at a place, Sam's number three. I ate there last time. We went to the downtown location. Delicious breakfast. Highly recommend if you're ever in the Denver area, eat at Sam's, Sam's number three. Did I say Sam's? Yeah. Sam's number three. Delicious breakfast. Hearty breakfast. Exactly what we needed after being hungover. We went and had like noon breakfast. Went back to the hotel. Napped. Then went to the game on uh, this Thursday. Uh, So yeah, the game. The the whole point of the trip. We went to the uh, game. And it was a lot of fun. My first ever NBA game. His first ever professional sports game. His team versus my team. He's a Golden State Warriors fan. I'm a Denver Nuggets fan. And uh, all you got to do is look back and see what happened. Denver, you know, Nuggets lost. All I wanted was a good game. You know, that's all I wanted. And it and it was exactly that. I got to see Nikola Jokic have a good game. He struggled from the three-point line. I thought we did well defensively up until the very end. The, the Warriors did well defensively against the Nuggets. They shut down Jokic in the fourth quarter. Curry went off. It was very cool that Landon got to see Steph Curry and see him actually perform. 
wasn't great for me, and I had to listen to all the stupid, obnoxious Warriors fans that came into town. Annoying. Because Warriors are basically the... Uh, I, I wouldn't call... Because the Lakers are Cowboys fans. So if Lakers are Cowboys fans, then Warriors fans are Patriots fans. Because they're... Or, 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 or rather, they're Chiefs fans. That's what they are. Because they're bandwagon-ass fucking fans who just suckle off of Steph Curry's balls. And that's what they are. So, enough said about that. Including my brother. Yeah, I, yeah, I said it. Uh, nonetheless, the game was fun. Very fun. Uh, I, I'm, part of me is glad that, that the Warriors won for his sake. Because I know what it's like to go and see, you know, a, a, it's it's it sucks to watch your team lose, of course, always. And when you're making a big trip, you're spending a lot of money. It, it especially sucks when your team loses. And um, yeah, it was it was cool for him. When it comes to basketball, baseball, hockey, see, here's the thing. I've been to three MLB games, I've been to two hockey games, and now one NBA game. Out of those six games I've been to, my team has only won once, and it was the Rockies. They beat the the Nationals. So only time. So I'm one for five, or one and five, when it comes to non-football games. But, But regardless, out of those three sports... Anytime my team loses, I'm so much less upset anyway, even live. I'm, I'm, I enjoy the experience of being there. That's, that alone is enough for me to be happy with the outcome, even if we lose, unless it's like a playoff game or something like that, different scenario. But I'm okay if we lose because those sports have huge seasons. One game doesn't affect it. Football, on the other hand... We lose a football game and I'm there? Oh, devastated. The worst. Absolutely the worst possible feeling in the world is walking out of your home stadium. Not road stadium yet because I'm 3-0 and on the road when I've seen the Broncos. But walking out of that home stadium after a loss, gut-wrenching. Couldn't even imagine if it was on the road. If, if I was the road team walking out of the home stadium, dear God. But then you got all these obnoxious road fans in your home stadium like cheering it up like woohoo we beat your ass fuck that football different story basketball i can live with it so i was good it was an awesome experience first time in, in an nba game we did have a little bit higher seats but you could still see very well you got to get the whole experience they got a giant big screen there so any replays you got to see on that we did have this fucking little girl that was sta- sitting right in front of us, standing half the time, so we couldn't really see the game. But it's like she's a little girl; you can't really say anything. Nonetheless, um, that was like my only gripe of the actual game. But it's like I got to see my team do well for parts of the game. He got to see his team do well for parts of the game, and of course, see them win. So overall, I was happy. Um, yeah, after the game, we just kind of went back to the hotel, but I, like I said, we stopped by Coyote Ugly and had like a drink and then left. Um, got to see my cousin Gabriel while we were down there. Very cool getting to see him. And, uh, for the first time, I will mention this. I should, I, I have to make, I have to make record acknowledgement of this. First time. In my history of drinking with my cousin Gabriel, who is a professional drinker, that I think he's been more drunk than me. Night one in Denver, not the case. I got way more drunk than he did. Night three, the last night we were there, oh lord, he was way drunker than I was. So that's the first time that's ever happened. Very well could be the only time it ever happens. But I wanted to make record of that. I sent his ass home in a cat in an Uber because it was time for him to go. He was he was nodding off at the bar and it was just one of those but it was a fun time. It was always always fun to see him. And uh yeah. So that was pretty much it. Then came home and uh came home yesterday on Saturday and just 
relaxed all day and been having a, a relaxing weekend. It was nice having six days off and um, back to work Monday. Back to work today, technically, since that's when this podcast will come out. So uh, another point I, I would like to emphasize that I've from this trip, as I mentioned, driving through Wyoming, visibility was rather rough. Driving back, also rather rough. Because for some godforsaken reason, Wyoming is the windiest state. It's always windy. It was so goddamn windy, I felt like I was getting pushed off the road. It was literally... like I had my wheel like this at one point. And through this, through my entire experience driving through Wyoming, both to Colorado and back from Colorado, this was not something that I just discovered, okay? I've known this. But it re-emphasized and uh, supports my claim that Wyoming is the absolute, undeniable, worst state in the 50. No question about it. No debate in my mind. I've thought long and hard about it. Every single time I have driven through that hellish state, I've hated it more and more. The only positives I can say about it are the stops I have to make because I've actually had... You know, they have decent gas stations. Whoopty fucking do, dude. That's all you got to claim for your sucky ass state? I can't get out of that state fast enough. I literally can't because the weather prevents me from getting out of it fast enough. It's always shitty weather, it's always uh, windy as shit. There's nothing to do there. I, I'm telling you, Wyoming is God's toilet. Because when he created it, he just took a big old shit on it. Because that's what it is. A big old shit state. I, I can't express to you enough how much I hate that state. There's nothing... Have you let, let me ask you this, okay? Just to just to back up my claim cuz I don't know about you, maybe you like it. I don't know why, but have you ever I want you to sit back right now and think to yourself. Have you ever just thought, you know what? I'd really like to go to Wyoming tomorrow. This weekend, I think I'll take a nice trip to Wyoming. Fuck no. There's no way you've ever said that. Because why? Why would you ever go there? Unless you're going through it. The only reason you ever go to Wyoming is to get out of Wyoming. It's just to go to some other state. Uh, Freaking Colorado, obviously. Great. South Dakota, even better than... It's all it's way better than Wyoming. What's the other border state? Utah? Fuck it. Way better. Uh, it, uh, you're visiting family? Okay, fair enough. Go there. Go visit your family in Wyoming and help them pack so that they can move out. Why, why would you ever live there? Now, I'm sure living cost is cheap. I wonder why why would it why would it cost so little to live in Wyoming? I wonder. Hmm. Maybe it's cuz nobody wants to live there. If you currently live in Wyoming, come at me. Come at me. I don't care cuz if you can't give me an explanation enough to say why you would ever want to live there. There's nothing you can say because if you say, oh, it's the, it's beautiful. It's the, 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 um, landscape or, you know, whatever the, the nature of it. 
First of all, fuck nature. Nature sucks. Second of all, no, it doesn't. It's not beautiful at all. It's a desert. It's a rocky desert. It's not a flat desert. I'll give you that. You do got mountains and shit. But it's so brown. So brown. Maybe because it's shitty. Like I said, God's toilet. It sucks, okay? There's no reason to go there. Oh, the, 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 the nature is great. No, no, it's not. Um, oh, the, the see? <laughs> That's all I got. I got nothing else. I got no other reason why you'd live there. Because here's the thing. Nature aside, um, cost of living aside, uh, family, forget fam- family can move anywhere. That's not a reason to, to stay there. I was born there. Congratulations. Get out. There's bordering states all around you that are 10 times more beautiful and just as cheap to live in. Oh, you oh, oh, you got Devil's Tower? That makes that actually makes sense. You know why? Because it's literally hell. Oh, you got you got Yellowstone National Park? Congratulations. You got Yellowstone National Park. That might be the literally the only reason anybody goes there and it's You know what the, I That is the only real positive if that fucking volcano blows up is that it takes out that godforsaken state. I know I'll die in the process. It's we're in the blast radius too. But you know what? Sacrifices. You know? I'll take it. I'll bite the bullet just to see that fucking state wiped off the face of the earth. So that everyone else doesn't have to deal with it. Set the fucker off. Let that volcano go. God for God, please. That would be that would be the only positive to that thing lighten up. I I'll, if that thing goes when the, if they give us warning that that thing's going to blow, I will rest easy knowing that Wyoming is gone. If they, next time, they, I swear to you, next time they have a fire season, I will actively send money to fund the firefighters to not put it out. Burn that fucker to the ground. Burn it down. Let it let it just singe away. Remember when I said my first act as president would be to uh my first act as president would be to make the Super Bowl the uh a national holiday, the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday. I take it back. Okay? I take it back. That would be my second act as president. My first official act as president would be to take the every inch of land that is Wyoming, I would sell it to, I don't even care if it's an enemy country. Let them have that shitty piece of land. They won't even want it. You couldn't even sell it. You couldn't even sell that land. So realistically, because let's think logically selling a big portion of central america to yeah smack dab in the middle of america to an enemy country probably wouldn't look good as as uh president so what i would do instead is make it just a i i would make it so you I don't even know what I do. I I blow I I make everybody move out, blow the whole thing to shit, just flatten it out so there's so you don't have to deal with the wind as much anymore. I don't, I don't that probably wouldn't even it probably make it worse honestly. Fuck, I don't even know. I just build a big dome around it. I would just build a big dome around it so you would never have to deal with it ever again. It would just become a preserved area. Just just lay out a bunch of of uh solar panels and power the whole United States. Kick everybody out of there. What are you displacing? 50 people? And just so we're clear, okay? Because I do joke a lot on this show. I say a lot of things. I joke around on this show. 
Um, to anybody out there that is from Wyoming or has ever, well, if you've, if you've lived in Wyoming and you moved out, moved out, congratulations. Like you made probably the best decision you've ever made in your life. And I don't, I will never, I don't, if you're born there, we don't get to pick where we're born, you know? But if you, so, so uh, this isn't for you. If you're from there, it isn't for you. If you currently live in the state of Wyoming, if you've moved there, or if for some reason you have like this odd love for that state, I do not apologize. Fuck you. Fuck that state. No apologies for anything I've said here. Normally I would. But, like I said, you can't give me a reason enough to love that state or why you would. So, as much as I'd like to say I'm sorry, I can't. I, I can't. If you have a weird liking for Wyoming and you live there, I don't give a fuck. Get out of there. I don't like advocating for people to move to Montana, but why the fuck wouldn't you? It's a it's an absolute hellscape. And that's what I'm uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. I think I've said enough. But really there's there's just no words. There's not enough words to describe to you how much I hate that patch of land. And I don't say I'm not saying I hate the people in Wyoming. I have nothing against you. I think you're idiots for living there. But I don't hate you. I just hate the state. I hate the land. I hate the wind. I hate that there's nothing there. There's literally nothing. It's a nothing state. I don't hate the people. I don't even give a fuck about the politics or the policies or whatever they run there. There's nothing to run there because there's nothing there. So while I don't apologize to the people of Wyoming... I just want to make it clear I don't hate you. You're fine with me. Just, I'm, ad- I'm advising you to get out. I, and I don't hate you. I still think you're stupid. Okay? Don't apologize. I'm not apologizing for that. I stand by that. I am advocating for you to leave because it is an absolute shithole. And that's that. And that's all I'll say about Wyoming. And I promise you, in the future, I will never say a good thing about it. Promise, promises are promises, man. That's just the way it is. Now, on to happier news, okay? Because, let's be fair, I got a little fired up there. Reason- reasonably so, okay? Reasonably so. I don't think I overreacted in the least. Um... Let's let's move on to a happier topic though. One that's going to make me that's that I will also be fired up for, but in a good way. So during my time in Denver, while I was down there, my Denver Broncos made a little move. Now, I don't know if you heard about this. If you're a sports fan, I'd say you probably have, because it's been all over the news. The Denver Broncos make a blockbuster trade for none other than Russell Wilson. I cannot express to you enough how absolutely excited I am for this. The two quarterbacks that I had Denver possibly making a move for were... Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Everybody thought... Now, to be fair, and we could probably go back because I think I've talked about this before. To be fair, I thought both those te- both those players were going to end up staying with their respective teams. I was right about one of them. Rodgers stayed. And anybody I talked to about 
Russell Wilson agreed with me that they thought he was probably going to stay in Seattle. And of anywhere else I thought he might potentially leave, I didn't think he was going to leave for Denver. But here we are. Oh, here we are. And I can't tell you how much I love the amount of Seahawks fans that I know that I can't wait to flash my Russell Wilson jersey in front of. I've been wanting a number three jersey for so long anyway because three is my lucky number. I was hoping by the time we got down, while we were in Denver, they would have already had them printed up. Now that's crazy to think about because they haven't even really technically signed him or introduced him because the um, maybe they have. I don't know. There were some, some legal things they had to do. They haven't even had a press conference with him yet. It is technically official, I believe. It's just not official enough to start printing jerseys. But let me break down. Let's, uh, first of all, I can't tell you how excited I am just to have a goddamn franchise quarterback again. We've been through the shit. We, we've, we, there's no team, maybe, there's probably a few, uh, there's definitely a few, that have had quarterback struggles and understand the feeling of just, especially after you won a Super Bowl, we had Peyton Manning, won the Super Bowl, and then ever since then, it's just been a goddamn downward spiral, and it sucks because we've always had a good team around us, but never a quarterback. And finally, it's, it's finally especially when we actually have a legit team do we get to bring in a franchise, a true proven franchise quarterback? And in my opinion, I would personally rather have Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. That's not to say that Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't say that. But he's cheaper. He's younger. He's won, he's won just as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. In fact, he's been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think he has... He's he, you, you can argue with me all you want. Russell Wilson, right now, is easily one of the top five, or seven, five to seven best quarterbacks in the NFL. And now he's on my team? We've needed this for so goddamn long and I am so excited like I said and 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 he's 33 he could be with us for another seven or eight years this isn't like a temporary fix this isn't like something that we're you know it's only going to be three or four years this could be six seven years that we have this guy which is so nice with Rodgers it wasn't that way it, it might have only been two with Rodgers for all we know and he's such a nice dude has has like no baggage. He's not like a. Every, everybody likes Russell Wilson, if you know, as a person at least. He's he has no baggage. He's not like a problem. He's a good dude. He's a good like good to with the community. A good teammate. I would personally rather have Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, not to say that he's a better quarterback, but overall a better situation. We still have a lot of cap space to work with. Um, I did think we gave up a lot for him. Not in picks, but in players. Um, gave up two first-round picks. One this year, one next year. Two second-round picks. One this year, one next year. A fifth-round pick. And Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke. Drew Locke, that makes sense. Trade-out quarterbacks. Then that gives them a young quarterback that they can maybe develop. They can choose to do with whatever, but it doesn't leave them high and dry. Noah, like I, I understood we were gonna have to give up something. Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, Bradley Chubb, like a young stud player. Out of those three, I would have rather give up Jerry Judy, but I can see why the Seahawks wouldn't want him because they have a couple good receivers already. Tight end would help a lot. Fant is a rough one to watch go because he had star quality written all over him. But it doesn't matter if you don't have a quarterback to throw to him. So, okay, let's we, we can get rid of him. Shelby Harris, that's a tough one. He is an older player, though, so don't know how much longer he would have played. We just signed him 
to a contract. So we relieve his contract. And basically between all three of those guys' contracts, we're paying for Russ's contract. So it's kind of a wash anyway. And I might be wrong about that because there's always stipulations where when you trade players, teams have to pay for some amount of their salaries. I might be wrong about that. But regardless, um, I, I still think it's a worthwhile trade. We also got a fourth round pick or a fifth round pick from the no a fourth round pick from the Seahawks. We gave them a fifth. We got a fourth, which means we still have a second or yeah, we have another second round pick because we had two. We have two third round picks and now a fourth. Not too bad, still considering we got a, a legit franchise quarterback. So not so bad. I'm not complaining in the least. Um, so hats off to the Broncos. Hats off to George Payton in getting this deal done. I couldn't be more excited because finally, finally I can watch Broncos football without like this gloom of like we have, we have a chance now. Every game will feel like we have a chance. Russell Wilson always gives you a chance. And and it just to have a, a, a I just feel like now we can maybe be a, a playoff contender. Like, yes, it's the toughest division in football, easily the most stacked at quarterback in the division. But we we made the move to make us competitive again. And I think does it make us a playoff team? Absolutely it does. We I've been saying it all along. We have a team, we just don't have a quarterback. Now we have a team and a quarterback. Forget about it, dude. Game, set, match. Russ, or Patrick Mahomes, you got your work cut out for you now, pal. I'm, and I, I've been saying it all along. Chiefs are they're circling the drain, dude, because they're going to run out of money. They won't be able to pay all these studs. So we'll see what happens. And, if, and I'm not denying Patrick Mahomes uh, his ability. He just got married to that psycho bitch, by the way. So RIP to Patrick Mahomes ultimately anyway. Um, but also, while I'm on the topic, I might as well talk about other activities in NFL free agency because, so, not technically in free agency because technically the free agency starts Wednesday, but it will kind of technically start today on Monday because that's when you can, that's how it always happens. Nothing becomes official until Wednesday, but basically all the big, big moves are going to happen uh, today and tomorrow. Um, but there have been some moves. So there's been some big trades, obviously Russell Wilson, um, and then Aaron Rodgers signing a, a huge deal with the Packers. Just, t- uh, just today, Tom Brady officially came out of retirement couple episodes ago, I had talked about, like, I, I tipped my hat to Tom Brady, but I also mentioned how I wouldn't be surprised if he came out of retirement. And sure enough, here he is, ready to play his 23rd season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm all right with that. I don't care. Bring Tom back. I didn't think he was ready to go anyway. I, ser- I, I seriously didn't. I said that too. I didn't think he was going to retire. Guess what? Didn't. Um, Khalil Mack. Traded to the Chargers. So another force to be reckoned with in the AFC West. So you've got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. That's a tough combo of pass rushers coming at you. They need that, though. That's, like I said, toughest division when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, Amari Cooper traded to the, to the um, Browns. Huge pickup for the Browns. Uh, I, I don't really know the inside scoop on, on all that as to why the Cowboys got rid of him. I know money had to do with it. They got C.D. Lamb. They got Michael Gallup, who they just signed. So they had weapons at wide receiver. I get them letting him go. And I'm, I, I don't even – I didn't see what the trade package was. I couldn't tell you. But anyway, those are some of the big moves that have happened in the last few days. Today will be the day – we find out all the big free agency moves. Personally, I think Von Miller's coming back to the Broncos, especially now that we got uh, Russ. 
I don't think he garners a huge paycheck. I don't think we have to pay him max. I, th- I think he'll still get compensated well, but he doesn't have to take a huge deal now. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Coming back home to potentially win another Super Bowl with uh, with the team he's been with for so long. So I think he comes back. We have personally, we have to make some moves at the uh, inside linebacker position. Definitely have to get a good right tackle to protect Russ, and then I, I, cornerback. We should we should I think we should keep one of the two between Kyle Fuller and Bryce Callahan. I would keep Bryce Callahan because he's a nickel corner as opposed to a um, and that was nickel. I said nickel corner um, as opposed to like a uh, what would you call it? Just like a, a wide out corner. He, he's a slot corner is what I'm saying. He's a slot corner. So that's uh, that's a hard position to find. I think we keep him. I don't think he garners a huge contract either but i'm i'm always excited to see what what teams will do in uh free agency see where all the dominoes fall see which players are going to new teams so it's always fun to watch that and i'll i'll keep a close eye on it tomorrow and we can probably talk about that later but yeah so that was the big news and i and i always love free agency like i said i've said it before nfl offseason is way more exciting to me than uh mlb postseason like everything that were postseason yeah MLB playoffs suck in comparison to any like NFL offseason is what I'm saying let's see um not much else I really wanted to talk about today but uh, I guess I'll say this hmm debating if I even want to talk about it the Ukraine thing you know that was another thing uh, driving to Denver was like gas prices so I'm not an educated enough person to to understand the whole situation I don't pay enough attention to it it seems like it was kind of one of those things that was like it's still happening the Ukraine thing is still happening but less and less people are talking about it because for one, it's not really a conflict that we're involved in. And it's like being the, the ever, uh, nihilist I am. I just like to point out the absurdities of everything and the hypocrisies of everything. And that being, it's just like, okay, whenever, a, a big world event like this happens, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's war, whether it's, con- you know, just conflict. You know, we had the whole thing with Israel and Palestine, which we have on and off all the time. We got this Ukraine thing now, obviously the pandemic, anything to do with China, anything to do with race, whether it's, you know, BLM or, like you know, the George Floyd thing, riots, whether it's... um women's the transgender stuff no matter if it's social politics um international politics whatever it may be it always fucking drives me nuts when everybody has to chime in with their two cents and just act like they know everything they're talking about because they read an article off buzzfeed like Everybody has, I actively will tell you, I don't care. And that's not to say I don't care that conflict happens and I don't care about people unless you're from Wyoming. Um, That's not that at all. I just don't, it's not my, if it, if it, if it actively, yes, of course I'm going to monitor like a, a potential world war because that affects me. I can't, I can't save everybody. Okay. Personally, I can, I can, and that's, and and to send your well wishes to be like, I support them and I send my well wishes and I, you know, thoughts and prayers that does absolutely fucking nothing. Now I'm not going to come out here and say, I support, like, I don't support them because that's not good either. 
But for all these people to come out and be like, I support them because blah, 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 blah. Well, that doesn't do jack shit. Are you sending money to them? Are you, are you going there to help the fight? Probably not. You're just saying that to, to, to save face and make yourself look good. You know what I mean? Now, another hypocrisy that I want to point out is, and again, I hate that I have to pick on the left so much, but it's, for one, super easy. Two, they're the most in-your-face hypocrites that there are right now, and I know that changes over time and stuff like that, but as of right now, they're the most in-your-face hypocrites. Now, the left, all in support for Ukraine. We support you. Fight the fight. Like, we love to see them fighting for their nation. We love to see them, you know, we support them in, in their fight for uh, sovereignty. Well, that's interesting. Because you guys hate nationalism. The left actively discourages nationalism in this country. If you are, if you love this country, like if, if you are an American and you say, I love this country, I support this country, I will die for this country, I support our flag, I support this nation, I am a nationalist, I love my nation, they will so badly destroy you for that because they hate that. So the fact that they support Israel or Palestine, whichever they support, whether it's Israel or Palestine, I think they support Palestine, but... Or, or, or Ukraine, or any other country in, in their fight for their nationalism, that's okay. But when it comes to America, it's a different story. Like, I don't get that. It's very hypocritical. Two, they hate guns. So why are you supporting, you know, to, to support a war in general, whether you're the good guys or the bad guys, is supporting guns. So it's just hilarious that, like, they're sending them money. Guess what they're buying with that money? guns and ammunition if you told any hardcore lefty that donated money to ukraine that that money potentially was going to go to guns and ammunition well there's only one or two things that you could say if if you were that person you could either be so disgusted that that was that's where your money was going or you would be happy that they get to fight for their freedom but now you're supporting guns so which is it Uh, but that was just like one thing that was brewing in my mind the last couple weeks, the whole time, like everybody's been talking about the Ukraine thing. And, um, I just wanted to throw those little chunks of facts out. I do like, I don't, here's what I'll say. I don't support war. I, I think you're probably getting, no matter what, half the story with everything. You you might not be getting the full story from Russia. You might not be getting the full story from Ukraine. Who knows? I think a lot of th things are propagandized. I think, I'm not saying that Russia has a reason for what they're doing. I think I understand, like, what they're actively trying to do. I'm not saying it's right. But I get it. I get it from their standpoint. I don't support war in the least. I don't think anybody truly wants war and I don't think that I don't know I don't know what I know you know why I don't know what I know because I don't care and I don't I don't follow it and I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about I do know however that people are hypocrites people act like they know what they're talking about and that's annoying and people just want to support a cause to support a cause. Like, I'm a good guy. I'm on the right side of history. Guess what? I don't support any of it. How's that? I don't support any of it. And that's, all, and that's what I'll say about that. And that's how we'll end the episode, folks. Don't be sheep. Don't be hypocrites. Um, cheers to the Denver Broncos on finally getting your franchise quarterback. Can't wait to watch this year. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Uh, come on out. Let's have some fun. March 17th at Hooligan Sports Bar. You know where that's where your boy is going to be. Um, but as I said at the beginning of the episode, drive safe, drink responsibly. Don't be an asshole. 
Because we don't want to be an asshole. We want positivity. We want to be good people. Um, and then if you're if you're from Wyoming, of course, leave. That's the biggest advice from today. Don't go there if you're planning on making a trip there. It's not worth it. But ultimately, we still wish the people of Wyoming health and wealth and positive vibes because ultimately, that's all we want for the world. We want positivity. We want good thoughts, good feelings all around because ultimately, in the end, you know how it goes. Life's a garden. Dig it.